listening to the Big Daddy's podcast. Welcome to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Mike. And together we form the dynamic dad duo known as the Big Daddies. The Big Daddies. And you are tuned into the Big Daddy podcast where two guys that think they never run out of funny talk about life and things. <laughs> I don't think I never run out of funny. <laughs> I just don't run out of funny. I, I'm, I'm my own biggest fan. I'm my own biggest fan. Legend in my own mind. <laughs> The funniest guy I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of those, all of the things. Uh, I am those. Oh, those things. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How was your week? It was quiet. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's odd and awkward, but... Uh, yeah. Odd and awkward, but uneventful? Yeah, yeah, uneventful. No, no children injuries. No, uh, yeah. I didn't okay. have to, I didn't have to go to urgent care this week. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> Doing something right as a parent. <laughs> Seven days without accidents. <laughs> I should get one of those signs. Boards, right? <laughs> the Beaudry household has gone seven days without, without an accident. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Um, uh, Matthew had his uh, uh, first game back since right. injury. How do you do? Uh amazing. Okay. He got a he got a solid hit and he scored a run. Wow. And uh, I was a I was a proud papa. So he's all he's hundred percent back to normal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Normal is I mean that's in air quotations. Sure, but I mean his bone is yeah, 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 yeah. yeah his insides that's are amazing. His insides yeah, are fine. I felt like that I mean I was the cast on for a full six weeks because it, it felt no. like it was no, it was like no, two it, or three it weeks. Was, wasn't it? it was on for three weeks, yeah. Man, he just healed right up. Well, the I stole this uh, uh quote from uh, Jessica Spinney. Right. Uh, which is a improv friend of ours. Mm -hmm. Uh that children are made out of nerf. They are. <laughs> Hard enough to get hurt. Not that bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> they recover, the recovery on injuries is pretty quick. You're generally speaking, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I was amazed, too. Yeah. You know, the he only had the cast cast, like the hard... From right. from knuckles to armpit, cast on yeah. for two weeks, wow. and then it was a brace for a week. Okay, and then uh, he kept it on, even though he didn't need it. He kept it on for like another three days. Okay, and now he's fine. And now, yeah, now he's fine. Good news. Yeah, it's always a little scary when when a when a kid has anything health wise going on. Yeah. Yes. No matter what it is, even if it's like a normal quote unquote break. I mean like a, a childhood injury. Like I I fractured my wrist when I was a kid and I've yeah. got contusions and road rash from riding my bike and spilling it and everything. But still like as a parent you go, uh, uh don't yeah. do that. Yeah. I also like I am I am the most confrontational, non-confrontation person that I know. <laughs> like I don't like confrontation right. like i don't like arguments i don't like getting into scuffles mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna say no you know <laughs> you don't shy away from I don't, it either yeah huh? and uh 
I get so angry at children that aren't mine mm-hmm. when uh, when it comes to like you know when my kid gets hurt, uh, not physically, emotionally. Oh, right. I'm like, I will end you, little kid. <laughs> how dare you hurt my how, son's yeah, feelings? How dare you? Like, right. I get so mad. I'm like, where are your parents? I'm going to beat them up. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give them a stern hey, talking yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> and if it comes to fisticuffs, so be it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, because when you, when you said, you know, when they get hurt and you're like, mm, I'm that way with all 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 injuries. All injuries. Not just not not just physical. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. How was your week? You know, uh, I had a good week. Uh, I went back to work after having the Rona. The Rona. Got a, got a uh, negative test uh, the week uh, the couple days before I had to go back, and mm-hmm. so I went back to work. I went to I had a doctor's appointment like last Friday after we re- after we recorded. I had to kick you out because I had to zip over to a doctor's appointment. It turns out I have an elevated red blood cell count. Which is apparently nothing life-threatening, but it's cause for some concern because the the question is, why is it elevated, right? Mm. The very likely likely culprit is sleep apnea, which I had no idea was a thing. And why would it cause it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I went to a blood specialist and she said, do you snore? I'm like... Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> she says, look at me. Yeah. Of course of I course do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> she says, you probably have sleep apnea. And I said, well, why does that cause elevated red blood cells? And she says, well, what happens is that, you know, because you know what sleep apnea is, right? You stop breathing for yeah, a moment. Yeah, yeah. And so you stop. And when you stop breathing, oddly enough, your oxygen levels go down. Well, yeah. The science tracks here. <laughs> exactly. And then you, you, you wake up again, right? Yeah. Because your body's like not dead. It's just. I'm suffocating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, even those relatively brief moments of oxygen level depletions makes your body think well we need more red red blood cells to Mm. carry more oxygen as she put it there's more surface area Uh ah yeah so i'm like oh interesting and then there's two other things that it could be which they drew blood to see Uh, Mm -hmm. one's one is a kidney hormone and one is a bone marrow something she Mm -hmm. says we're just checking it's probably not that (laughs) It's probably sleep apnea. When you walked in the door and I saw your body type, <laughs> I already had my diagnosis. Exactly. Like, so I'm I right got, there with you. Yeah. I got to take a, I'm gonna, she ordered a sleep study. I haven't heard back from anybody, anybody mm. yet. So I got to get a sleep study to make sure it is actually sleep apnea. And then if it is, you know what that means? No, to CPAP. CPAP. Yeah. Man, those are sexy. <laughs> 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 full full mask you wear at night a breeze for you man I tell you. that is that yeah. is sexy <laughs> yeah that uh oh man the 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 sleep apnea i i mean you know my mom has to has a cpap nose Just, nose thing okay and uh, my kids make fun of me because I snore, uh-huh. like because I'm I'm there. I'm, yeah. I'm I don't know if I'm gasping for air because I'm you know borderline dying in the middle of my sleep, but <laughs> I definitely am snoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked her. I said, "Well, I was like, is there like sleep positions that'll help out?" She goes, "No." And I said, "What? What? Is it fixable? You gotta lose weight." I'm like, "All right, here we go here again." We go again. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Next, you'll want me to stop hardcore drugs, man. Yeah. Come on. It's like, do you guys have any other medical advice? Come on. You guys are like a broken record. Well, you exactly. know, all these health problems would, uh, you know, kind of dissipate if you lost some weight. <laughs> yeah, Doc. You told me last time I was here to put down the burrito. <laughs> but they're so dang delicious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we'll see. It's uh, likely sleep apnea, blah, blah, blah. We'll see. I think, well, here's what I think. I think uh, um, on the opposite end of that, uh, being that you you do have more surface area, mm-hmm. you, you could probably be pretty pretty good superhero. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm one radiation belt away from yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being blood man or something. Yeah. Yeah. You you your your endurance, your your endurance will be higher than yeah. most because you have thinking. you have more red blood cells. And that's I I'm just trying to be a superhero, man. Watch out world. Watch out world. <laughs> I'm on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um all right so i i don't know if i'm gonna word this right but i thought of a pretty good question to ask you okay um okay so what is the happiest lesson you've learned from an unhappy situation Ooh, that is actually quite good um that okay i, I have an answer for it Sweet. I learned that I'm okay just the way I am. That stemmed from my divorce. Hmm. When I got divorced, I was super down on myself. And like, I could have done this. I could have done this. I made mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. And I should have done this. And I should have done that. At the end of the day, after after unraveling and unpacking it, what it, what it really came down to between my ex-wife and I is that we weren't compatible. Yeah. She's a perfectly he- whole human being. I'm a perfectly whole human being, mm-hmm. and these two particular whole human beings shouldn't have been together. And that's okay. That's all right. And that's okay. And so that realization really uh, made me f- feel better. Like, okay, like I'm not, a, I'm not a total piece of poo. <laughs> 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 and things they did out of the at the time were out of ignorance a lot of times mm-hmm. a lot of not understanding i wasn't the evolved human being you see before you man wow <laughs> i can only imagine yeah right <laughs> so yeah i think that's probably the 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 best the best thing that came out of that that's it i mean i i'm 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 not quite there yet mm-hmm. but uh i that is that is a uh a happy state of mind it to is. have yeah yeah and uh, and it carries through it's helped me out in i mean basically all aspects of my life mm-hmm. you know if uh we know how you you know people come into and out of your life a yeah. lot of times and sometimes someone comes in and and you don't get along with them i'm like that's cool i, I used to take it personally i must have mm-hmm. done something I'm like, not anymore. Just like, they're a good person. I'm a good person. It's like oil and water. Just the types, the, yeah. the, you know, I don't need that. They don't need me. Let's just go our separate ways and be happy to, you know. I had a coworker that uh, I was not fond of. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this coworker was fond of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, as you know, am obsessed with smell, smells. Yeah, like, right. smell. I need Smell. Clean. It needs to be smelling good. Right. It can look 
like a hot piece of garbage. As long as it smells. If okay. it smells like Christmas, it's all right. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the clientele that I work with a lot of the times don't have access to showers. Yeah. So I would always have an, like an air freshener, like a little scented oil mm-hmm. or like a wax warmer in my office. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this person did, did not like it, uh, claimed uh, it uh, upset uh, respiratory issues that they had. Okay. Um, that there was no evidence of. I even I I saw them smoking a cigarette. Oh no! <laughs> like I'm like, come yeah, on! Yeah, this is not bothering you. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah. So it it got to the point where I would not speak to them mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like. No highs, no good morning, no have a nice day. Mm-hmm. It was um, just like total blind spot. Yeah. You, if you walked into the room and needed to talk with who I was talking with, I would, I would leave. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I left and came back when I took my vacation, my elongated vacation to work for the state. And uh, when I came back, I was like, I'm giving them too much power. Oh, okay. They, they're like, like you were saying, they're their own person. They're, they have, they're the lead actor in, in their, their movie. Yeah. And they're the uh, hero of their own movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I accepted that that, that was them mm-hmm. and that, uh, they should not have an effect on me and have that control over how I behave. Okay. Like I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. How Matt Beaudry does Matt Beaudry. Right. You know? Right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but now they no longer, they know they're no longer a coworker of mine. Which oh, is, okay. Which is. Uh, that's easy. Yeah, it's pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you took away. The, yeah, yeah. The unhappy circumstance. And then. Yeah, yeah. And then from that, you got a realization that, hey, I don't, I, I don't have to let this affect me. Yeah, yeah. I can choose not to. Yeah. That's a good realization. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's powerful when you, when you, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of cliche to say, but it's, it's powerful when you claim your power. Mm. Like, you know, when you say, Hey, this is, this is who I am. I get who you are. Let's recognize that this isn't, a th- you know, we don't have to be best friends, but we can be civil or whatever. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. I, uh, and, and I was, I was, I was, I was civil for the remainder of the time that they worked there. There you go. Good morning. How are you? Mm-hmm. And they would come into my office and make me feel awkward and tell me stories of their weekend <laughs> or their, you know, children. Because mm-hmm. this particular person had grown children. Oh, gotcha. And uh, and was becoming a grandparent. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, there was there was joy that they wanted to share with the world. And I'm part of the world. You are? Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like it or not, I am. <laughs> Matt Beaudry's here, and he's here to speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and here's the thing too: is you, you don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. and and I I tell you, I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, there are, as a younger person, very little got on my on my nerves. Very few people got on my nerves. Mm-hmm. 
as I gotten older, more and more people are getting on my nerves quicker and quicker. Yeah. And it's just, I, I'm thinking, what I'm realizing is just that uh, I'm, I'm, I don't have time for it. I don't need yeah. this in my life, you know? So uh, life's too short. I'm going to not deal with that. So I get, there are people who get on my last nerve just by seeing them. I'm like, uh, okay. And here's the thing. Uh, I, I entered an odd conversation with one of these people who used to get on my last nerve. Mm-hmm. And in the course of the conversation, I had this, not epiphany, but this realization, like, man, this guy's dealing with his own <laughs> too. Yeah. I just said the S word. Are we going to yeah, beep that out? Yeah, we're going to beep that out. <laughs> <laughs> He's dealing with his own stuff. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't like a, a big, huge revelation, but you, you kind of realize that we don't know where this person came from. We don't yeah. know. Th- there might be trauma. Yeah. There might be loss. There might be who knows what they're dealing with. Yeah. And it's it's a good reminder. It's, it's good to remind yourself of that every once in a while, even if you don't end up liking them. It's like, OK. Yeah, I, I, that is uh, probably one of the main reasons why I'm still in the field of work that I am in yeah. is because uh, a lot of people, when you see a person holding up a sign mm-hmm. asking for money or uh, panhandling outside of your grocery store, mm-hmm. Just like, oh, get a job. Go, yeah. you know, like, yeah. stop bothering me. Mm-hmm. But I get to work with those people. Yeah. I get to learn their stories. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, and some, there are some are, big stories. Yeah. Bad I, stories. I had, yeah. I had a gentleman who was, uh, who grew up in the civil rights era. Right. Um, and, uh, he was, uh, he was, he was an African American gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he, did not like white folk at all, yeah. at all. You know, because he saw the worst of the worst. Yeah, growing worst up. Behavior. Yeah, growing up in the South. Yeah, uh, during the civil rights uh, era. Right, and um, yeah, I, I I got to hear those stories because. You That's know. your job. Yeah. You're, you're listening. Yeah. And uh, even though he didn't, he didn't want to, t- he didn't talk to anybody else that, at the, at the site that I worked at. He okay. would only talk to me. Interesting. Well, because I'm a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so he was, he, like, he, no one knew his story. No one knew his story. And so when he finally kind of opened up and let me in on, mm-hmm. on some, the way he thinks, mm-hmm. I was like, man. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And you're here, mm-hmm. you know? You survived it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a story. Yeah. You know, I was, I was thinking, and this actually dovetails and I don't, I don't even know why this popped into my head, but you know, there's this whole idea of, uh, we, we think, well, I went through that and I came out fine. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's kind of like, imagine six inches of Crap on the floor, poop on the floor, right? If you're seven foot tall and you're wading through it, you know, it's up to your, just above your ankles. It's not fun, but it's get throughable, right? Yeah. Well, if you're a foot and a half tall, it's a lot more, (laughs) it's a lot different of an experience. Yeah, yeah, you're up to your neck in it. Up to your neck in it, exactly. And so the same circumstances can be experienced vastly differently just by where you're at in the life. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I didn't have trouble finding a job. Yeah, well. You grew up in a middle class white household. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You graduated yeah. high school and college. Yeah. And you couldn't you didn't have any trouble finding a job, huh? Uh, well, we'll go figure that. Yeah, you don't have a college degree, but your dad knows the the 
dad knows the manager of a local factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. And you're now the assistant manager. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, the same person grew up across the street who had to drop out of high school to help, you know, with bills in the family. Yeah, just not going to have the same the same access. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you got to you got to remember that. I, I have to remember that. Yeah, yeah. One of my I, challenges no, is to you, remember you, that. You can say you have to remember because yeah. as as uh, as. Uh, <laughs> public figures that we are <laughs> oh, public figure yeah. Yeah. technically you're right I mean yeah I mean, there's a little bit of audience that we do have you yeah. know we, we remind uh, remind them as well hey you know what I mean everyone has a story everyone has a story <laughs> and the more you you know and that's a, once again I, I love learning about the stories that's why I'm yeah. in the field that I, I'm in mm-hmm. and uh, uh, ooh uh, this week oh this is good uh, not funny whatsoever, but just awesome. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if I've told you this, but, uh, being, I've, I've, t- I've mentioned this, like being without client interaction face to face is really taking a toll on right. my brain and my yeah just well being. Right. Um, and so, uh, things are starting to open up and there's this uh, gentleman that works at another agency. It's like, Hey, we for- formed this coalition, which by the way, awesome word. Very good word. Yeah. Yeah. One of, my uh, favorites. of all the different behavioral health agencies, once a week we get together and we do a targeted outreach to one of the homeless camps in town. Oh, okay. And um, wanted to know if someone from my work wanted to go. I Before he finished the question, I was like, me, pick me. Okay. I'm great. your guy. Me, I'm, me, me. Yeah. Right. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so I got to do that. I got to go out into one of the, one of the homeless camps today okay. and say, Hey, these are the services that we provide. And man, talk about fulfillment. Yeah. Right. Like I'm just like, None of them were interested. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Them knowing that there's, places that they can go for help is the first step. They have a card. They have, yeah. uh, they Address. have, yeah, they have right. resources in their hands. Right. And, uh, so hopefully, you know, hopefully two out of the 20 people that I talked to that day, will you know, get into some sort of treatment, get some help. It, it's a, you know, it's a numbers game just like anything else, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta, you meet, you meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. You say, Hey, there's, this is there. There are things you can do besides this, and hopefully it sticks. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, that was, it was just it was so cool because I used to do that before yeah, I got I into the clinical side of things, sure. and uh, called my boss as I'm driving back to the office, mm-hmm. and my boss, oh, how'd it go? I was like, oh yeah, this is happening every week now. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it makes a big. I mean, you're in a you're in a job where that. I mean, I can imagine your your type of job and other uh, health related anything basically in the, in the yeah. health profession. I mean, outside of the like the administrative, where you're face to face with someone who's having something wrong with them, yeah. and you're in a position and have whatever it is the resources, the knowledge, the the uh, wherewithal to provide a person with like rubber meets the road help. Yeah, it's awesome. Or just ears. Or ears or whatever, like I'm yeah. saying, whatever you got that works. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was so cool. Um, going through tunnels and stuff. Mm. Wow. I was like, 
I was like Indiana Jones for the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Was, so you can do it every, every Friday or something? Yeah, like that? No, it's every Wednesday. Oh, every Wednesday. Every, every okay. Wednesday. And, uh, you know, like as socially awkward as I am, mm-hmm. um, it gets me out of the office. It gets me networking with other professionals in my field. Yeah. I just got to be able to say good morning. Right. Just get over that first hump. Uh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> it's so bad. I wish you listeners could see Matt's uh, face when he, <laughs> when he says hi. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> uh, through through gnashing teeth. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. My name is Matt Beaudry. Hi. Because <laughs> they did. Uh, when everyone met up and the group was all uh, collated, mm-hmm. uh, they're like, "Oh, let's introduce uh, everyone." And they went around and like they were all they've been doing go. this for a while, you yeah. know. And it's all different agencies, so they don't work together other right. than that one day, right? Yeah. And um, and then they get got over me, and I'm, I'm at. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you, should have, you should ask a dinosaur question. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite dinosaur is a triceratops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next next time. Yeah. But uh, it was so awesome that, uh, you know, we have a new hire at the uh, at my site. Okay. And I'm like, as soon as I get a little less awkward around these people, I'm bringing you with me. Okay. You know, because yeah. uh, I think that uh, anybody, right? yeah, anybody jumping into the field of social work needs to... Needs to experience meeting people. Go see where, that. Yeah, Go yeah, do that. Yeah. Go look at, yeah, look people in the eye and say, I The effects help you. of, you know, substance abuse and mental, mental illness, mental, mental illness yeah. is it, it untreated. This is what can happen. I tell you, and I was one of those people who would, at one point was like, just get a job. There's yeah. plenty of them. You know, I was definitely one of yeah. those people. And thank, I feel thankfully that, you know, through whatever confluence events, my eyes are open to, to the actual truth, which yeah. is, you know, it's not the same for everybody. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are people out there that just, they're fine. No, nothing. Really? They just don't want to work. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. And Interesting. Yeah. Uh, like as a percentage, what do you think is the percentage of hundred percent homeless population? How much of the, of that homeless population is people are just like, yeah, I choose. It's a choice, like a literal choice. Probably about 2%. Okay. Yeah. It's small, right? Yeah. Yeah. So outside yeah. of that, yeah, the others yeah. are everyone else is like everyone else there's an underlying problem through no fault of yeah. their own or yeah. something that's hindering them. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Gosh. Because I've I've actually I've actually met the the individuals that uh no substance abuse, no mm-hmm. mental health issues. Mm-hmm. They just don't like they like the freedom of being homeless. You know, <sighs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a choice, right? Yeah, that is definitely, and it it is quite free. If, if yeah, you, it, well, you, you don't have to punch a clock. Don't have to punch a clock. You don't have to answer to anybody. No you, one. Don't, you don't have to. I'm talking it up, guys. Yeah. There's your chance. <laughs> uh, you know, you you don't uh, you, you don't have to answer to anybody other than your your own conscience. Yeah, and where you go and how you yeah. get there and all. Yeah, I. There is a certain weird romanticism about it that I could see would be appealing to a certain yeah. Type of thing. The person that I knew uh, never called himself. He's like, I, I'm not. I'm not a bum. I'm not uh, homeless. And I'm a hobo. He said, I am a hobo. Yeah. 
And I'm like, that is the definition of a hobo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll work. I'll do odd jobs. Mm-hmm. I do them when I feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, uh, awesome. yeah. 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 That's my retirement plan now. Be a hobo. <laughs> done working <laughs> time to be a hobo time to be a hobo i'm i'm literally what is it called the little the little bindle a bindle yeah yeah I'll make a, a bindle over your yeah. shoulder <laughs> i need to i need to find a red red cloth with white polka dots just so it can be cartoonish <laughs> i don't think we're gonna do better than red bindle <laughs> i don't think so uh and so uh i think that uh uh going forward just this month by the way is mental health awareness month okay and Good so uh for me it is a uh it is a a subject that touches close to home so yeah uh i will be talking about it for this month on this podcast i love it yeah it's good let's let's dive in yeah excellent so uh yeah Thank you guys for listening. Thank it's you, good, listeners. It's good to be back. Oh, it is. It's nice to be back and being healthy yeah. and back on whatever normal path is, hopefully a new normal, but yeah. the old normal. Yeah. But yeah, uh, thanks you all for listening. Come check us out, our, our shows. By the time this one, let's see, this comes out Monday. Yeah, it'll be the 14th. The 14th. 14th. Uh, May 14th, 2022 is our next Live performance. Live performance at Unscrewed Theater at 9 p.m. Come check us out. Yes, please. And thank you. And thank you. <laughs> so until next time. Until then. Bye. Bye.